Thanks for listening to DIY for Business. If you're a regular listener, you know why we're laughing. <laughs> it's I apologize. Wrestling I got excited again. during the intro music. I, you know, I went, <laughs> Russ started dancing with me. All right. All right. I did. You know, you just have so much fun doing it that uh, I, I got to jump in. I got to jump in. I, I did the, uh, what was this? The Uma Thurman Pulp and Fiction. John Pulp Travolta. The Uma yeah, Thurman there you go. John Travolta action right oh, there. I really? love it. Love it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those shows where it gets to be you and I together to chat ab- about something, and uh, I I, I kind of like that. I, I mean, the thing is, we do this little chat thing in the beginning of the show. We usually have our guests kind of sitting in, like you know, hanging out, waiting in the wings, and about to come on. And it's 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 no offense to our guests, but I I, I do love just us chatting like it's so much fun so <laughs> it's kind of cool well, you know what? now I, I, my I, chat I is about our chat <laughs> well i look at the guests looking you know looking at their face because we're recording it we can see them and stuff like that we're chatting away they're kind of smiling but i have a feeling they're thinking are they gonna ever talk to me they're just gonna look like they're having a yeah. lot of fun there are, are they gonna yeah, talk well, to me about something <laughs> what we need to do one time is just talk the entire show and at the end oh we didn't have enough time for our guest today sorry <laughs> Have a live studio audience of one. <laughs> yeah, we'd be very popular with the guests. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, uh, what, what is it? Jimmy Kimmel does the, I, I forget the guy. Oh, sorry, so-and-so couldn't make it on tonight. Um, I can't think of his name now. But every single night he does the same bit where uh, so-and-so couldn't couldn't make Oh, Matt Damon. So, oh, right, uh, right. My apologies for Matt Damon for not being able to make it on, you know, or whatever. For you know, So he bumps Matt Damon every night. Like, we could just bump our guests. Or Except you know what we should have done? One show a year. One show a year. Matt Damon shows up. That's true. That's true. But what we could have done in this show, Greg, is is we could have said we had some great guest sitting off on the sideline. It's <laughs> just oh, sorry. You know what? We got into our story. We didn't have enough time. Ugh. If we were if we were promo guys, we would have done that. Like if we were we those were. <laughs> those promotional guys selling uh you know hawking uh you know whatever. Uh, <laughs> Get Mr. Pillow or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I guess I can't bring up the Mr. Pillow guy anymore. He's he's controversial now. <laughs> he is. He is. That yes. that, that got weird oh, fast. Man. That got really weird. <laughs> I did. I you know I you know I was surprised, but I guess I shouldn't have been surprised because he seemed a little bit weird anyway, a little creepy, you know. And then all of a sudden the background came out and like oh. Oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if 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 you're if you're gonna go on TV and you're gonna hug your pillow, maybe there's a problem. I don't know. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's what you're known for. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, well yeah. what's worth being known for that or known for a sham wow? Oh, there is that. There is that. You know what I miss is I know the guy's name, Mike Levy. He used to do uh, amazing discoveries back in the '90s. He had the the glasses, the the like perfect like Ken hair thing going on, or like kind of almost perm hair thing, and uh-huh. the sweaters, the cool Mike Levy sweaters. I I had this sweater with all these patterns on it, and I called it my Mike Levy sweater, and uh, <laughs> it, it was my amazing discovery from some random store. Uh, he he was the inventor of ugly sweaters, really. <laughs> it, it wasn't uh, Bill Cosby. 
there is that. Well, he's invented again another controversial topic to bring. <laughs> there is a theme going on here. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so the 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 reason for this is, and and now I'm stealing your thunder, Greg. You said to like we should talk about some of our specialties, some of the things that we focus on, and I, I kind of mm. like that that idea. Yeah, and and you said earlier that we don't have a guest. Well, we kind of do have a guest, but it's one of our hosts. Our guest right. tonight is going right. to be Russ Katnack, our our esteemed host of DIY right. for Business. So do Today, I get gonna... to ask? Do I get to ask questions of myself? No, I'm going to ask you questions. Oh, okay. okay. And <laughs> if you want to do some self awareness type things and ask yourself, you're welcome. Oh, to. I think okay. the audience would yeah. probably find that pretty humorous yeah. actually but <laughs> <laughs> i have to get uh, leila ansari back our uh, yeah. a resident psychologist to help me out yeah, yeah. <laughs> well let's get to it because uh, this is right up your alley this is one of your specialties we are going to talk tonight about filemaker yes and okay. you know this software goes back to those old sweater days for me We'll talk it's, about it. Goes, How did you get started back. with FileMaker? Yeah. How'd you yeah, get started? It goes back to the 90s. So, okay. This is kind of one of those things where, and I've, I've told parts of this story before. This is going to fill in some gaps for uh, for for you potentially, Greg, because you you probably don't even know how I got started with this thing. And uh, we've, we've, we've known each other forever at this point. So I, um, I was working for a, uh, a cable company uh, and this was like just trying to get exposure into media. I was recording the city council meetings. And I I think I've talked to you about that before, but basically it's a Wednesday night uh, in in the city of South San Francisco. And um, wow, man, these meetings, not a whole lot of fun. (laughs) Not a whole lot of excitement happening here. It's, It's to the point of where like, and this is when you actually had to have camera people. So we had two cameras set up and, you know, we would cut back and forth between the different people talking. So we had a wide shot in the back and then we had a zoomed in shot that uh, we would switch, switch cameras back and forth. So we had somebody in a van downstairs doing the switching and one person on camera upstairs. And then we had the kind of stationary camera in the back that you walk over to every once in a while and do a little right. something with. Okay. So, and, and the best thing was like every once in a while, you'd see the camera start to drift down a little bit because <laughs> the person's <laughs> holding it, falling asleep, you know, forgetting to lock it on. Um, but anyway, uh, I go downstairs one day after one of these long city council meetings. It's like, you know, these would start at seven. It's like one in the morning. Cause it's one of the long ones. And I'm chatting with my, my boss, this guy, Steve Furpo. Uh, the reason why I bring up Steve Furpo is he's like one of those dudes that like early on mentors, like just like fun guy, but also smart guy that really like helped me to get my career going. Okay. Um, Steve said, well, you know, uh, you made a little extra money tonight because we went on an extra two hours. So, hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, you know, speaking of that, I'd, I'd, I'd like to make a little bit more. Is there any other jobs that I could do at the company? And he that's that's when he said, well, you know what? We've got this local channel. We put ads on it. It was these little, you know, things that would pop up. It was on the channel that um, uh, channel three. So you would set your VCR to this channel in order to play 
you know, whatever movies, I guess Jurassic Park back then or something. Right. And I would sell ads for that. And so I needed to set up the one sheets. I needed to set it up all, you know, all of the contracts and all of the information. And I go, well, how do you do this now? And he goes, well, I use this thing called Claris. Okay. Let me go check it out. So he shows me how to use it. It's on this, the, you know, remember those little teeny tiny Macs that were like, you know, I'm oh, yeah. showing, I'm showing yeah. Greg on screen here, but they were little teeny tiny Macs that were like basically smaller than an iPad now, as far as the screen size goes. Right. And they weren't even in color. We had one of those and Claris is running on this thing and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. I discovered this thing and I was like, oh my God, this is really cool. Like I can have data over here and then create this little relationship to this data over here and it can talk to each other. And I could do these little lookups and I could do all these little crazy things. So I decided I need to buy this. I need to have this. I need to, you know, like learn more about this. So, you know, they, I went to the store, I, I bought the little software box. It was mm-hmm. kind of expensive back then, but Bought the little, you know, the little box of software and the discs were inside there and <laughs> put it into my, my computer at home. And I'm like, wow, this is totally cool. I spent so many nights like just screwing around with it to try to learn like what this software was. So it was called Claris back then. And right. then it moved into uh, FileMaker Pro is what they started to call it. Wasn't it wasn't even FileMaker Pro yet. It was just Moved yeah. into FileMaker and then yeah, it kind of well, grew the FileMaker Pro, right? Yeah, well, I, I, I grew that way. Um, but <laughs> I'm not sure if it was originally like what, what the original uh, name was. Actually, though, when you go back, back in time, before it was even Claris, it was called Nutshell, which oh, is kind of weird. I, yeah. I okay. Yeah. So that's There's good. a little bit of random trivia for you. Um, but so it, it, it became this like thing for me that I was just like, I like how this works. It works kind of like I think. <laughs> it just, it really fit for me. And then I got into like, you know, because I was playing around with it, like you could do all these little scripts and you can do all these little crazy things. And because I got so into it and because you know, I, I you might know this, Greg, I like automation. You do? I, I was able to automate like all these different little processes and these little simple things. You know, we're talking 90s technology here on, you know, some sort of dial-up modem. So nothing too exciting. But I was able to do all this stuff with this program. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my program. And I am so glad that it's still around and that I still get to utilize it because it is so much fun to uh to play around with and and I, I say play around with because it seems like a toy to me because it is so much fun. It's like well, this this really can't be work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you've had a lot of stops in your career. And I'm just curious, have you basically implemented FileMaker in the different stops, you know, in your growth of your of your career? Have you kind of used FileMaker in every stop along the way? I actually have. Yes. I I don't uh, I can't I can't think of actually the only time I didn't was probably when I worked at the cookie store, <laughs> like selling hawking cookies. <laughs> but every, like literally every real job that I've had, I, I have used uh, FileMaker in, in some way. Um, you know, so, I, and that, that includes radio. 
So when I was working in radio, I uh, used FileMaker to set up our member database, our listener club database, and I used it to pull reports and do all these different things. So yeah, every single job uh, that I've had, I've, I've utilized FileMaker in, in some way. Um, some ways big, some ways small. And some of the jobs I go to because they have FileMaker. So I didn't always bring it, but <laughs> it's always always been there for me, which is, which is kind of nice. Oh, oh, I hear the music. So it sounds like we need to take a break. But when we come back from break, I kind of want to get into all the different ways FileMaker can be used. Because in every like stop that you made, you used it kind of in different ways along the, along the way. So anyway, we'll get into that right after the break. And we're back with DIY for Business with me, Greg, your host tonight, interviewing <laughs> Russ Katnack, FileMaker expert. And also, yeah, he hosts a show with me every once in a while, too. <laughs> but tonight's his night. I get to interview Dude. Russ. So, Russ, before the break. We kind of identified your love for FileMaker. I mean, you love FileMaker. It's 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 kind of it's kind of weird, but anyway, you it love is, it. It is. You I, use I have it. an unnatural love for FileMaker. <laughs> you do. You've, you and it's developed yes. and grown over the years. And before the break, we talked about kind of almost every stop along your career since your early days working for the um, the television station. You've kind of used it. So I just mm-hmm. want the audience know there's so many different uses for FileMaker. I mean, people use it for CRMs and databases and ERPs and stuff like that. Talk about the the capabilities of FileMaker. Well, yeah, actually I'll even, I'll even back up a little, little further just to give you kind of the overview of it. You know, they, they say it's, you know, it's, it's like a, um, it's custom development software, really. It's it's custom customized software for for you. Like it it's you could do whatever you want with FileMaker, right? Uh, really, at its core, it's a relation relational database, but it it's got so much more than just Excel, right? Like uh, Excel, you can set it up to to relate the different sheets and pull information and move stuff around and do all the functions and all this crazy stuff. But with FileMaker, um, and 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 I'm trying not to turn this into like a total just commercial for FileMaker, but you know, hey, I do love it, so <laughs> it's going to be tough not to do that. Um, but the the nice thing about it is you can make stuff so custom for your particular needs. It's kind of like a lot of the tools out there, like you know, even Salesforce. Yes, you can customize Salesforce, but you can't really do it on your own. FileMaker is low code, so you can actually make some of the changes yourself. Now, at certain points, you're going to want to pull in a you know a pro to to help you out with certain things, right? As you get more difficult, we can get into that in a minute. But because FileMaker is so flexible in in, in so many different ways, it in, instead of you know having a you know, they, they say the thing of the, the, the if you have a, a only a hammer, everything looks like nails. FileMaker is a ton of different tools built into one, as I see it, right? Because you've got the scripting, um, uh, you've got the uh, the connections into any kind of API, pretty much. Like the integrations into other apps and services is like it's just standard. You know, it's like you could just do this; you can make it happen. Um, like 
you know, be it Google Docs or, you know, Microsoft 365 or something complex like Twilio, right? Like the connection that, you know, we did with um, FileMaker at the company that the two of us were at with Twilio, Google Ads, Google Analytics, MailChimp, like the amount of stuff we that we connected to. We tied to including accounting, in- including accounting, yeah. which a lot of people don't really take advantage of the- that tool. Right. A lot of people kind of keep QuickBooks and their CRM or their database kind of separate, but we kind of built it all together. Yeah, well, building it all together, it just makes it where you've got one place to go for reporting, right? You've got one place to go to enter information. And the nice thing about it, if designed correctly, you've got sort of the information coming to you instead of you having to go for the information, right? Like go to look for it. Like I'm a big fan of like, you know, the the new changes that they've made in recent years where you've got like button interfaces and, you know, like I, I put together recently uh, this uh, uh, contract interface to create a contract for something. I press a button and it, it almost looks like the, the, I don't know, like the, the cash register at McDonald's. Right. So it's like, I'm actually, I, I've called it my McDonald's menu because when you, when you want a hamburger, you press a button of a hamburger and it just adds it to your cart and it knows the right things. And it asks you the correct options. Oh, you want cheese? You know, do you want, you want fries with that? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what size, small, medium, large, it asks you all those questions and it's complete button interface. Like, that doesn't sound like a relational database. Like that's something else because they have this whole layer of like really like cool abilities to do layouts and and make those layouts so customized for your for your business. It's 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 just really cool. So I'm going to go back to my question before, you know, after the break. What do people use FileMaker for? I mean, you kind of went into some of the nitty-gritty of what it can do and stuff Everything. like that. <laughs> It's a it's a hard it's a hard question to answer because you can just about use it for for everything. All right, I'm gonna ask you a different question. Some of the clients that you've worked for that use you as uh, you know for as their filemaker pro, you know you had an official title, but you know as their filemaker right. guy. What did they What did they need from you to build or help them build, and, and what were they trying to accomplish with it? You know, I mean, mainly it's access to information, right? It's ease of access to information and it's, you know, workflow optimization. So um, where FileMaker comes in, like you could do the little start of FileMaker, but like as you grow and, you know, as you're scaling, like, you know, both how much, uh, how many, how many, let's say how many people you have on board, right? Like I'm going to use this example. I'm going to, I'm going to jump into yet another example here, but when I ran my DJ business and it was just me, it wasn't very complex, right? right. Like it's just me. Like I don't need to worry about all of these other events. I'm doing 20 events. It's fine. Like I'm just using this to, to do my bookkeeping and to send out contracts. Well, when I got up to 500 events and, you know, 13 different contractors and, you know, all everybody running around in all these different rigs of equipment, that's a lot of tracking. There's exactly vendors, locations, uh, all the client information, all the music that they would select their wedding timelines. All of that stuff was put together in FileMaker. All your venues. 
all the venues yeah. and your contacts exactly. the venues. Right. Yep. Well, I even had it where, you know, oh, this venue has stairs, you know, the exit for this venue is here. Oh, Google Maps is going to take you to this spot, but actually go to this spot. Like I, I had everything all nicely organized in this database. Um, and it became like so complex, but yet kind of easy. Like you, you don't see the complexity because it's all happening behind the scenes when, when built correctly, of course, but Mm -hmm. it it was so complex, but it was so easy to use. Right. And, and you can't really completely get there by just, you know, Oh, I'm going to go download the software and do this, but it, it, it is low code, low code, like I said, but there's sometimes you need, you know, a, a, a bridge, somebody else, somebody like, like me, or, you know, so I, I've, I've worked for a company called beeswax. Um, and you know, they've, man, they've, they've built out, you know, thousands of databases. They've, they've worked with thousands of clients. <laughs> they've, they've got, you know, a, a strong history behind them and they're really great people, by the way. Um, but you know, like beeswax, like what they'll do is they'll go in and they'll take it from that low code, like simple, like I was describing where it's just me, you know, and take it to that, that bigger area where, okay, not only do you have all the wedding venues in there, but you're actually pulling in from Apple maps and, and giving some drive time suggestions and looking at traffic and looking and, oh, well, you know what, this is out of our 50 mile radius. So we're going to charge more. Like they're pulling in all of that information, like in for you and, and setting up all those API connections. That's where, you know, you, you sort of need to bring in somebody that's, that's more of a pro to do it. Well, that's what I was going to say is like when when you go to somebody like Beeswax, a company like Beeswax, the pros know all the different APIs out there that could actually execute mm-hmm. the 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 roles that like clients will come in and they'll say, hey, I really need this done. And then somebody like Beeswax or you will say, oh, yeah, well, if we just use this plugin, this API. Yeah, it's easy. We're just gonna, we're just going to use it with FileMaker and it's going to be done. And it's, what's so cool about it is, you know, a lot of what FileMaker is, is, is open source, right? So there's a lot of people around the world that are kind of contributing to the technology and all is kind of moving it forward. And um, yeah. I, I well, think it's so, so FileMaker itself is not open source, but it can connect to a lot of open source technologies. Just yeah, to, thank you just for to that clarify that. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah. For and, 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 you know, with that means like, for instance, like we had a, we had a tie in where when somebody like, so, you know, we were doing both print and digital marketing for companies and there was a lot of information that we stored and displayed in that, in both the print media and the digital media. We had it set up where you entered into FileMaker and it updates you know, your Adobe InDesign files so that you can create these beautiful PDFs. And it also updates the web. Like that's some pretty complex stuff that this thing can do. And, and yeah, it's connecting to like the proprietary software over at Adobe, but it's also connecting to open source technology like WordPress or MySQL and all that. It's like, it's amazing that it, you know, you can get that, that really cool blend. And yeah, I know there's a lot of products out there that can do it, but FileMaker, like it's just, it's, it's just so darn easy. <laughs> I mean, it just, <laughs> it just makes it where, man, it's, it's, you can get something from idea to like launch phase, like pretty darn quick. 
And once you get to that launch phase, because they've made so many improvements over the years, and yeah, there's people online that'll say, oh, they've they've you know screwed up this, they've messed up that or whatever, like everything else. But like with FileMaker, I mean, I have been with it literally since I don't even know what version that was back in the Claris days, you know, and, and now we're back into the Claris days because by the way, they're changing the name to Claris again. But it's like <laughs> one of those bits of software that has grown with me throughout my entire career because and, and I wouldn't still be using it if, if it wasn't growing with me. So, you know, that's that's kind of a big differentiator as well for me. Yeah, that's what's interesting about the uh, the journey that you've had with FileMaker because I, I I know you pretty well and you look at alternative products all the time and you're trying to Dude, figure out yeah. like what's the best fit for you know your client's needs or yeah. the company you're working for needs and you typically just come back to FileMaker because there's nothing <laughs> else out there that really performs uh, and I think. The other thing is because you know all the capabilities of FileMaker. So you, you know, exactly. There's a lot of naysayers out there, whatever, but you know what it can really do. But I'm going to ask you a yeah. tough question when we come back from break. Uh-oh. So be ready. Welcome back to DIY for Business. We have a special show tonight because we are really focusing on one of Russ's loves for FileMaker. But go back, check out our past shows, DIYforbusinesspodcast.com. Go to thebestbusinessnetwork.com. Check us out, electricastmedia.com. You name it, we're there. You can see all of our, listen to all of our past episodes. We really encourage you to do that. And please subscribe and give us five stars. Just five. Yes. That's all we ask for. Just five. Just five. (laughs) Give us five. Yeah. High fives. So I want to ask you a tough question because I think you're going to have okay. a really, really difficult time answering this one. Okay. Okay. Because we, we've already identified uh, it. You're, you're not going to ask. You're not going to ask my wife or FileMaker, are you? Because let's not go there. Uh. <laughs> well, I, th- I thought it was a little odd that you named one of your kids FileMaker, but you know, neither here nor there at this point. Right. Right. <laughs> what is the biggest limitation FileMaker has? Oof, the biggest limitation. Well, you know, um, I knew I was going to stump you. I knew it. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a few ways I could take this, but I'm going to actually, I'm going to, I'm going to treat this like a job interview. I'm going to spin this around a little bit. So you're going to hear a little spin here. I'll, I'll tell you that. But the biggest limitation on FileMaker is actually cost right like okay. entry cost because one of the the one of the problems has been is like I've t- I've talked to people about filemaker I've said oh filemaker's fantastic filemaker's great it, it, you could totally do it for this and it would help you out oh but you got to go buy it right and you've got to pay you know whatever 4 or 500 dollars a month I, I I'd have to look at the pricing but and if it's if it's for your team you got to pay for team licensing and you got to do this you got to do that so the entry Pricing has always been tough. Um, now, now here's where I, I sound like I'm I'm uh, the the salesy guy, and I I'm I'm not meaning to say you know to like, but I I do feel like this was a big change. So uh, coming soon here in September, they're actually having a freemium uh, version where you can have a one user license of FileMaker for free. Like you could just 
build out your database. And as long as nobody else is accessing it, it's just the one user, then you're not paying any. did all the bells and whistles for that one user. Yeah, I believe it's, I, I have to, I'd have to do a little more research, but yes. Um, and I think that's been the thing that's really been missing. And that's why maybe their market share isn't as big as it should be. And I, I really got excited when I heard about this because, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you, you, I do have the love, like you said, for FileMaker. And it, it's, it's like, I want to see it grow more. I want to see it get bigger. And mm-hmm. just when I saw this presentation and I heard that this was coming, I was like, oh, shoot, this is a game changer. This is going to be fantastic. Okay. Okay. And I can't, I can't wait for it. I mean, I already pay for it, but I can't wait for it because <laughs> it'll be cool to be able to show some other people how to do things. Like, for instance, you know, my wife running her art business, like we don't have her on FileMaker because she doesn't have a license for her computer. So, and I'm not one of those guys that likes to steal licenses and do that whole thing. Right. Well, thank goodness. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty legit about all that stuff, but I, I, I would love to have her have FileMaker. Now she could have it because of this whole freemium thing. Cause it's just her. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a one person show. So I think that's going to be really cool. So uh, I know I did the total sales expense on that, but All right. I, I do think, okay. Okay. I'll okay, let okay, you slide okay. now. And I'm going to ask you another question that I always thought was kind of interesting as when the two of us were using FileMaker, same company, because you, I, I would ask for like, to, just for the audience to know, I would ask for stuff for Russ. I go, Hey Russ, I need you to build this. Right. And mm-hmm. Russ would go into FileMaker and he built it for me. But he would always come back and he would go, okay, well, Mac users will use it this way, but PC users are going to kind of use it this way. And I kind of have to build it for both sides, right? Mm-hmm. There's slight differences, you know, for people that are PC users versus Mac users, right? And there's different functions. Is that the right way to say it? Functions? Well, or- you know, the thing is, it's it's because you're dealing, it, it's, you know, it's cross-platform. So in the other, to, to throw into the mix, you've got iPad and you've got iPhone too. So right. there's certain features, like actually, I'll, I'll just give you, it without getting into the nerdy details, I'll give you the printing thing, right? And I think that's the, probably one of the things that you're talking about, printing sure. reports, yep. Yep. right? Like just getting FileMaker to print the, with the same look on Mac versus PC, is a whole mission, right? Like it's kind of a pain. It's kind of like not the easiest thing in the world to do um, it, until you learn how to do it. <laughs> you know, like why is I, I, stumbled well, I, I never understood why is that? Well, it's just because of the different, you know, the font variations and the way that, you know, the PC might handle, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, I, I can't think of the name of it, but the line spacing and the size of the fonts, they don't exactly match. The margins don't exactly match. There's all these weird little things that just cause issues. And really like what would be nice in FileMaker and, and, you know, we've mentioned it so many times here where they're probably listening to the show at this point. I, I, I hope the, <laughs> the people over at FileMaker, but it would be fantastic if, you know, we had the control, the same control, like I have on WordPress where I can do a CSS layout. Like it's all just based on CSS. If I had that control inside of FileMaker where pure CSS not within a web browser, not within, you know, now I'm, now I'm actually literally talking to the FileMaker folks, but like right there in the layout to be able to control that, like that would be fantastic. And, and that would help because, you know, it's kind of like a website, right? Like you're, and I'm talking about the printing thing, but it's kind of like a website 
where you know you want your website to look great no matter how like big or small the screen size is right. and and that's where we had those issues with with a, a lot of the reports and stuff but you know one of the things that you can do also and this is whether you know you're using filemaker or you're using other software like salesforce or something um tableau uh is a reporting like dashboard program which mm-hmm syncs fantastically with uh, FileMaker. Actually, I, I mentioned Beeswax earlier. They developed a plugin called Taco. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I love me some tacos, so it, it's a great name. But basically, <laughs> it's a it's a connector for Tableau to FileMaker, so that you could take your data and instead of having to you know like create reports and layouts in FileMaker, you can create those reports and layouts in Tableau, which is a really powerful reporting program. So like. Stuff like that sort of helps to correct for some of those issues that you know you might have on those the, those cross platform issues. Okay, well, you know, I've I've been spoiled all these years because of our relationship. I always had my go to FileMaker guy. You <laughs> like you know my yeah. right hand has always been there for me. So if I needed something created, built, uh, I always came to you, but most people don't have a rust sitting around waiting, waiting for these requests. So how does somebody know when they need, a, you know, a pro to come in and really help them with their organization and kind of build it out for them? Yeah. Well, you know, you, 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 because, okay. So low code software is kind of always this way, whether it's FileMaker or, you know, any other platform out there that advertises itself as low or no code, it can only get you so far before you, you know, you get stumped, right? Like I could show you, I could get you going on FileMaker probably in a couple of, you know, hours, right? Like, and you've got a lot of experience with it. So, you know, you'd probably be doing pretty well. You you do the relationships because you understand Excel and you understand, you know, um, uh, the, the way that all the functions work, all those functions work the same inside of FileMaker. So you'd be able to do calculations, you'd be able to do all these different things, but then you get into like scripting and, and, and well, that's going to be a whole other lesson. And maybe that's not something that, that you're going to pick up in two hours. Maybe we need another two hours for that, right? Is it worth the time for you to learn that? Or is it better to pay somebody? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it sort of gets into those conversations that we've had, like with accountants, right? Like, yeah. is it cheaper to just hire somebody to go and do this and do it the right way than to kind of pay for those mistakes later? Um, there's a really cool tool. And again, I'll, I'll mention, I'll mention uh, my, my buddies over at Beeswax again. Um, this guy Vince, he is like, um, it's sort of like, um, it, when I first met Vince, it was sort of like me meeting like, oh, I don't know, like some celebrity, you know, I, I can't think Jessica Alba. No, maybe not Jessica Alba, but like meeting a celebrity because he's like a FileMaker god, right? Like he has done so much with FileMaker. He built out this tool called Inspector, uh, Inspector Pro. And what it does is it actually, it's a data, it's a FileMaker program that looks at FileMaker and finds problems, right? So you can get a program like that. Um, and you know, you can get the, it, it's on the beeswax website. You can get inspector and actually run it through your system and it'll sort of find all those problems, identify, you know, scripts that have gone awry or fields that are, you know, not wired up correctly. Like I'm, I'm don't want to get in to the weeds on technical stuff here, but it'll find problems in your database, report those to you. 
And at that point, you could have a, a pro sort of takeover, perhaps, because maybe there's a bunch of mistakes, maybe there's problems, or maybe you just use the software to help you fix that. Um, but really, it's like, is it cheaper to pay somebody? Is your time better spent? you know, making widgets, whatever, you know, whatever right. you're, whatever you're doing, or is it better spent working on FileMaker? Most likely it's selling your product. It's marketing your yeah. product instead of, you know, going into the back end and building these things. And um, yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of great developers out there that can work on FileMaker. Um, I do strongly recommend Beeswax because I mean, I've, I was a client of theirs and then I started to do some work with them um, because, <laughs> Like well, they're just we mentioned cool them a folk, couple of you know? times, you know, give, give the website, what's, what's beeswax website. So if now, people are interested in working with a real pro and, and taking advantage of the tool like that Vince created, what's the best way for them to get to the beeswax website? So, uh, they've got like one of the, one of the coolest websites too. I'm just going to say that because. I've, I've written a bunch of the content for the beeswax website. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have to say that, but it's beeswax.net. So it's B E E Z W A X.net. And um, yeah, I mean, the, the nice thing about working with them is you, like I could tell from the first phone call that I talked with them long ago, this goes back, I don't know, 10 years, um, maybe even longer um, but my first phone call with them, you could tell that they care about like actually creating a quality product instead of just selling you on something here and there and just keeping you like, you know, like, oh, well, uh, they're not a churn and burn. They're, they're somebody that is actually going to advise you down the right path and help you, uh, to build out something that's actually going to last something that you're not going to have to throw away in three years or a year and build yeah, something. And that's new. key. Like, I mean, that, that really yeah. is important, right? You don't want to like build something that you can't use in a couple of years. So, yeah. Uh, and, it, and they make your product better. You know, they make your database better or your, your application better because they're giving you those ideas. Like you mentioned earlier. I mean, they've, they most likely been there, done that, you know, at, yeah. at some point. I mean, they, um, they've been around for so long and they've developed so much stuff for FileMaker. I mean, it, Really, if you have a FileMaker need, I, I I also recommend go to Beeswax, check it out, give them a call, do a consultation, and I, I think you'll be extremely happy. Yeah. So, Russ, we are out of time. I apologize because there's so much more that you want to talk about when it comes to <laughs> FileMaker. But, hey, will uh, you bring me back next week as a host? <laughs> I, I will think about it. You're really good as a guest, so I'm not quite sure which one you're bad, better at, but We'll try you again as a host next week. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Well, you know what? I, I want to now, you asked me a tough question and put me on the spot earlier okay. yeah. about, you know, asking me, um, I, I, I don't even remember the question because I was so nervous about it. No, asking me about something <laughs> that's, you know, FileMaker is, is a little, little weak on, let's say. Okay. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot before we go here. I'm going to ask you that we should probably do one of these specialties on you. Mm. What would be the specialty that we talk about for you on a, on a future episode? Golf. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, uh, you know, burritos, barbecue. Oh, burritos, yes. But uh, the, if we're talking business, I think, you know, we could probably get into sales. We can get into mm -hmm, management mm -hmm. styles. We can get into being a CEO. 
we could get into starting a company, like, you know, actually getting mm-hmm. it going off the ground. I've done that a number of times. We could uh, talk about consulting with businesses. That's not easy to mm-hmm. do, trying to no. consult with no. many different types of businesses, which I've done for a number of years now. So we'll, 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 we got some different things we can choose from. Okay, if you you, you go just that described route. you just described our next eight episodes. So it sounds like it's going to be a long eight weeks for me. (laughs) (laughs) You know what would be an interesting show, actually. This, this, and now I'm just going into dream world here. But golf, but how you have and build business relationships while playing golf. Like so many business deals are done on the golf course. Like it'd be interesting to have some tips around that. So so I, I think we got a future show there at some point. That would be an interesting one. I don't know if we could do 40 minutes on it, but I definitely have some thoughts on that. And maybe we build it into another topic. But uh, for sure, you can learn a lot on a golf course. Well, you know, here's here's what I think we do. I think we record it on a golf course. See? Oh, <laughs> There's method a, in my madness. Then we got a four-hour show. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Four hours of me looking for the ball that I've shot off into the distance somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing DIY for Business, a part of the Best Business Network and Electrocast Media. The subjects that we cover on this podcast are selected with the goal of helping your business grow and and really tonight to to make me happy and and talk about something that I really love. Uh, Greg and I, we want your company to succeed and we are happy to take your questions. We'd also love to hear your suggestions for future episodes. If there's an area in your business where like, you need solid advice or help, let us know. We can build an entire episode around that one too. Uh, we thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing. And as Greg mentioned earlier, we thank you for reviewing DIY for Business where you are not alone. 